What's up, everyone, and welcome back to our Slab Stocks YouTube. What can you hear me, Nate? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just had the wrong mic selected. It's like, it was flashing at me, telling me it was uh, muted. I realized I had the wrong mic selected. All right, we're, we're back. What's up, everyone? Welcome to our Slab Stocks YouTube Live. Not Monday. It's Tuesday. Yesterday's Labor Day, and I was getting home from the, from the Netherlands. Back now, and uh, we've got a good live stream to do today, right, Nate? That's right. Um, what mic were you on before? Cause I almost feel like it sounded better before. No, there's no chance it sounded better before. It was just my laptop microphone and I'm on my, uh, actual microphone. There's no way it sounded better though. All I, all I'm saying is you were coming in pretty clearly and now you're sounding a little tinny. I, well, I'll figure out later, but all I have to say is that the computer mics actually are pretty good on the, on the Macs, uh, unlike your microphone probably. So today's live stream is going to be quite uh the sports card market movement update from the national uh, or a little bit before the national until now uh Nate and i both went through and grabbed a bunch of different different charts and different movements in the market um from that point on i'm covering a lot of soccer in f1 nate's covering some football basketball baseball action and then uh we've got some more stuff to talk about as well but before we get into today's uh, stream the start of the stream we have to run a randomization for a contest giveaway that we did on slabstocks.com slash grading. So as a lot of you know, we just launched our Slabstocks and SGC submission service last month in August, right after the National. For all of August, we ran a promotion for the National specifically, um, and it was a grade five cards get the six free. Ended up submitting close to 4,000 different cards uh, through the promotion for people, which was insane. Uh, regularly, it is $23 per card. And uh, they're turning them around uh, graded, you know, from when they receive it to when it's graded and shipped back to us. Three to five business days right now. Our last one was five business days. These might be a little bit quicker um, for the nine, eight, or sorry, the 830 submission. But with all that being said, we had a contest that happened where we were going to give away 10 free card grades of people and a Lewis Hamilton SGC 10 tops now card. So I've got to share the screen right now and run this randomization. There is 3,000. 3,078 uh, entries. So there's a lot of entries here right now. So we're going to do it as we always do at Slabsex, three times in the randomization. Good luck, everyone. The list is ginormous. And uh, if you did it, sign up through the giveaway platform on our website. You're entered into this, and we'll see who wins. All right, one. All right, lots of names here. <laughs> Get to the bottom of the list. We're there. Two. Nate, do you remember this when you were doing this when I was out last time? Uh, I don't, but I feel like I should. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That was only like two months ago. <laughs> and third and final time, good luck, everyone. We will contact you via email if you win. And so you can receive your free grading plus your Lewis Hamilton SGC 10 card. Three, Rob Sonier. I think that's Rob. Is that Rob S from the YouTube live that always pops in here? I don't know if you're, uh, if you're here right now, but congratulations to Rob. And I apologize if I said your last name wrong. But uh, there you go. Congrats. You won the 10 free card give, uh, 10 free giveaways for a card grading with us through SGC. And then the Lewis Hamilton as well. Um, so there we go. We will reach out to you and uh, so you can collect your winnings. And Hank got number seven right there. All right. So that is what we got for the giveaway. And now we're going to pop back over it and get the live or the, the, the presentation going here for today's uh, show. So. We got a lot of cards to discuss, but first off, got to point out a couple cards that sold Sunday night through PWCC's weekly auction. Three of them here, all football on the podium. Tom Brady, contenders, rookie auto number one at 33 grand, and then two 
recent cards 2020 and 2021 a Herbert and a Trevor Lawrence. Pretty crazy, Nate, to see those even get within $10,000 of a contender Tom Brady. Ricky Otto, considering you can pretty much find a million different variations of those different Herbert and Trevor Lawrence cards. Correct. Also, it's uh, those were the top three sales from the entire thing. Three quarterbacks. I just thought it was very fun that uh, it was three quarterbacks and that it was, you know, the greatest of all time. And then two guys that really haven't done much. Obviously, Herbert has shown a ton of flashes and and looks really good. And some huge statistical seasons. Yeah, but hasn't led his team anywhere. Yeah. And Trevor Lawrence, the opposite of a huge statistical season last year. And yet here are their prices within, you know, two thirds of the other price. Yeah, more and more I feel like we're talking about this considering how much we were looking at the vintage last month or so. But I just look at these and you're like, man, there's so many different types of cards you can get of Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. But that card of Brady right there is the greatest football card of all time. Um, I know it's a PSA 7, but honestly, they're so tough to grade and it's authentic and everything. And looks to have a nice autograph on it. I don't know, man. I don't even know how those got within you know 33% of the Brady, but they did. And uh, here we are talking about it. Uh, next up, we had a trout card that sold, not us specifically, but the auction uh, had a trout card that sold for 11100 That is a 4% decrease in the last three years. Kind of tough. That? Think, what? That would, you said, can you believe that? Yeah. It's kind of tough to see like a super high-end card of, you know, supposedly one of the best investments, especially in baseball, over a three-year period of time getting next to nothing, which actually was started in 2019. Actually lost. It didn't even gain anything. It lost. Um, and 2019 was, you know, the last time one sold, which is before the COVID boom. Um, but does that just speak to, you know, how Trout's career hasn't really progressed much since that point? I mean, he's still been good when playing. Yeah, but I, you know, I should say, you know, in a overall, you know, I guess maybe his market perception is a better way to put it. That's fair. I just, I, I can't believe no part of me believes that this card actually ended for less than 2019. I don't understand it. Um, I mean, this card is so rare. You would have thought that, that somebody out there would have been like, I didn't realize one of these would be coming up. I have to have it. And, you know, that might have to do with what it is. You know, maybe people just didn't know it was available. And that happens a lot of the time, too. It's like at any given night type of thing. Sometimes you've got ones that go crazy and sell for three times the price it did three months ago. Or even ones that increased 37% in the last two weeks, like the McDavid. Other times, ones just, you know, don't necessarily get all the love maybe it deserves. It might be this trout. But Instagram thinks that 42%. Or 42% of our uh, Instagram audience thinks that Trout is a hold right now versus a buy or sell, but more voted for sell than buy. So kind of interesting to see right there. And then as always, there's some nice deals around $100 uh, ending in the auction. If you do want to check those out, be sure to obviously uh, head over to pwccmarketplace.com to get in on the next weekly auction, number 34, which will be live streaming once again this Sunday at 9.45 p.m. Eastern time. Now I jump into the market movement since the national. Nate's kicking off with baseball here. Nate, this is crazy. I saw this as well uh, yesterday on Twitter. Yeah, um, now some of that is because Trout doesn't have enough at-bats because he's Mm -hmm. only played in like 95 games because he would be leading in batting average um, at the very least. And he's pretty close to Otani in home runs despite only playing 95 games because he has 30. That being said, (coughs) Otani leads the Angels in every single category for both offense and er, defense and pitching, (laughs) which is... It should break your brain because it doesn't make any sense. It does break my brain. I mean, I'm looking at this and you've never seen a baseball graphic like this ever. I can guarantee it. <laughs> nope. Um, the fact that we're watching a guy who did this last year and is doing this again this year where he is a top five pitcher in the AL and a top five hitter in the AL. 
and yet doesn't get as much love as he probably should is I will never see it again. When he retired, yeah. I doubt we'll ever see this again, and then we'll have to look back fondly on the Otani years. So, and about never seeing this again, I seen my Babe Ruth. I said it, I can guarantee you've never seen this graphic before. At least I can say I guarantee it because I know the inter- inter- internet wasn't around back then. But I don't know, Nate. Was Babe Ruth kind of like the best of each category in his given team too? Um, when he did pitch and hit or no? Yeah, so he didn't. I, as far as I know, he did not pitch his entire career. Yeah, so just like, a few years. He would have been, you know. He would have had probably some years in the middle there where he was probably good at both, but yeah, by and large, he was just a hitter at the end. Right. Got you. And then this is my favorite stat of all time. Oh. When everyone says, you know, Angels have two of the top, say, five players in the LB, how are they not good? Angels this year, one through three hitters, 826 OPS, third best in LB. They're four through nine hitters, 586 OPS, the worst in LB. That's just crazy, man. I mean, stars and scrubs to the extreme where they have two major, major stars. And then and and some of this is obviously not for trying. You know, Anthony Rendon injured. Um, guys like Brandon Marsh, Joe Adele, top 100 prospects that just weren't hitting. David Fletcher, I don't even know what David Fletcher's doing this year, but it's 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 bonkers to me that you've got Otani and Trout and then you just went with I mean, the Brewers are really good, right, at finding at least average major leaguers to take at bats. They might not have the stars, but they at least have guys that belong in the majors. If the Angels did that, they'd probably be close to a playoff team. Nate, you know what's crazy is when I was making this presentation, I was thinking about this for Formula One, but now that you bring this up for baseball, it's really interesting. Um, I think that the most affected values in the sports card market, based on how a team is performing, um, you can definitely look at you know football or basketball, given that those quarterbacks slash star NBA players affect the team's performance so much. But mm-hmm. I'd say Formula One, and I'll explain later why. Um, and then a, you know the sport category that's affected the least value-wise by a team's performance is I'd say easily baseball. You've got Otani's cards that still cost a ton of money. Mike Trout's cards that have done super well in the last ten years, although they've made one wild card game with him. And I, uh, go ahead, Nate. I would normally agree, but if you look at we're going to look at a Trout. Graphic, yeah, you could probably go to the trout graphic, honestly. And then the other thing I was just going to point out, Nate, though, is that Aaron Judge cards has obviously been doing very well, but the Yankees just had their worst August of all time. And I know that's such a short amount of time for like Aaron Judge's cards to react differently, and he's playing amazingly, but like he can play that well and they can do that poor in the same stretch, is my point. Yeah, if you look at the last now, this is a <clears throat> this is since July 13th, I did a couple weeks before the national, um, so we get a time frame here and it is up. Will round up to a percentage point. What is One this card for those for listening is, on podcast? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty eighteen tops Chrome Purple uh, Auto number two fifty PSA nine, up one percent in the last um, since July thirteenth before oh, the national for Otani. And it's kind of crazy to me for specifically Otani is that if you he won the MVP last year, mm-hmm. and then you look at his prices um, in the last six months, you have that MVP boost. You have a really good season this year. Nearly all of his cards that are tracked on Card Ladder down in price. Over from the last year, year, you said over the last six months. Oh, six months. So not even taking into account like how well he's playing at the end of last so, year. So this entire season, his cards are down, despite the fact that he is the second best player in baseball according to F War. He is a top five hitter in the American League. He is a top five pitcher in the American League. 
and yet his prices are down. And some of that, I feel like, has to be the, the fact that the Angels aren't playing meaningful games. I agree. I agree for sure. Um, but I would say if this was a different sport, I feel like that these would definitely be um, maybe decreasing in value more. So if you think of like a Russ, Russell Westbrook that might fill up the stat sheet like a couple years ago, but they're not playing that well, like I feel like you might still see a decrease. Um, but it's hard to know. You'd have to go back and look. But it's still a good point, Nate, is that you would expect these to you know increase in price. All right. Next up, Albert Pools. So he hit a the six ninety five last night. He is one away from tying Alex Rodriguez for fourth all time. And you saw it here. He needs five home runs in his last twenty eight games to reach seven hundred home runs. And he hit nine home runs in his last twenty eight games. So if he keeps that streak up, he will cross seven hundred. Um, <clears throat> I gotta imagine that, uh, outfield tickets for Cardinals games are either <laughs> snatched up for the rest of the year or going to become very, very expensive on the off chance that you might be able to catch a home run ball, whether home or away. Um, I gotta say with as well as the Cardinals have been doing recently and as poor as the Brewers have been doing recently, I, I don't know about you, Nate. I haven't tra- tracked how much he's been playing, but he's probably pretty much going to play every single day the rest of the season, you'd assume? I got to imagine they're going to get him as many at-bats as he possibly can, especially because yeah. it doesn't look like the Brewers are going to catch them anytime soon. Yeah. So you probably don't have to worry about, like, you know, put him in there against – he's destroying lefties, mm-hmm. just killing them. Um, but you can put him in there against righties and not really probably worry about – the Brewers catching you and losing that uh, productive. Definitely. Now, hey, postseason stats don't count in career stats, right? Obviously, nope. So he he would be over seven hundred home runs if they considered right. postseason home runs. That's always so interesting to me, and I understand that that happens for football too, you know, and stuff. But it's just always funny to think like, oh yeah, he's actually has hit seven hundred career home runs, but just not officially from the record book standpoint. And you know, Barry Bonds probably has eight hundred. And yeah, exactly. You can go all the way down the line. Yep. Wow, that's quite the increase. Holy smokes. Yeah. So middle of July, obviously he hadn't been on his hot streak yet. Um, I think at the All-Star break he had he needed like 14, 15 home runs. Yeah, I remember watching the home run derby. I remember watching the home run derby and thinking like, wow, he's pretty far away. Like that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was even like 19 home. I don't remember the, I don't remember the total. I think he started the year needing 21 or 23 and he ended up being, you know, pretty significantly short at the all-star game. And ever since that point, you can see that upward trajectory. That is exactly what he's been doing on the baseball field also. So uh, pretty cool to actually see a card like this of a hall of famer, a guy that you, you know, would expect to be expensive, still moving along with how well he's been playing. Yeah, it's a 2001 Bowman uh, rookie PSA 10 here, up 188% in the last, you know, two and a half months or so, which is, or no, one and a half months, excuse me. It's a 1,430% gain. And Nate, I remember like for the last like two seasons, as Trout's cards were go- going super hot and other players and stuff, everyone's always like, well, what about Albert Pujols? You know, his career is amazing, not doing so hot recently at all, or even well in any aspect with the Angels. Comes to the Cardinals, has an amazing year now to find, finish off his career and the game the respect that a lot of people would say he deserves. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. it is it is. As somebody who never liked Albert Pools when he was a Cardinal, and then grew to like him when he wasn't a Cardinal, even though he <laughs> didn't have great years, um, I do definitely appreciate the fact that he's finally getting kind of the love he deserves at the end of his career. Definitely, definitely. 
And then lastly, for baseball, at least for positive baseball news, Aaron Judge is really going to put together the greatest hitting season since 2004 at Bonds if he keeps up this current pace. And you can see those stats there. That was from Yankee World. You can see the stats there from WRC Plus on Fangraphs. 2004, Barry Bonds had a 233. 2022, Aaron Judge, 202. And then 2021, Soto, the uh, COVID-shortened season, also had a 202. Tied for the second best season, but I'd argue it's more impressive than Soto because he's going to end up playing at least 100 more games. Um, You'd argue? I think that a lot of people would agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's crazy to me how we went into the year being like, Aaron Judge, should he have turned down that contract? You know, oft injured outfielder playing in his age 29 season, going to be 30 when he signs a contract and he's oft injured. Like, he should have probably taken that to, oh, look, we're seeing the second best offensive season of the last 20 years. The man made a great call. Uh, one that Dennis Schroeder, you know, tried to make himself and did not pay off as much. Yeah. And, you know, you were talking to me about their record. That was yeah. you, right? Yeah. You were talking, I just started like 10 minutes ago. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you were talking about their record and Aaron Judge and, you know, what what they would be or, you know, how good Aaron Judge has been, and yet the team has been poor. Yeah. Imagine if Aaron Judge just wasn't there, how bad this Yankees team would be. Seriously. I mean, that's so many stats that they won't have. Yeah, they have to resign him. Definitely, definitely. And then this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy to me. We're talking. Whoa. Yeah. That's not that much time. That's a month and a half. That says PSA 10 Bowman Chrome Auto 2013 prospect card that won 238% increase, $4,000 increase in the last one and a half months. Dude, I remember like three years ago or two years ago, sorry, four years ago when he has rookie season, it was like if you didn't sell Judge, now you're pretty much screwed, you know, after his injured seasons and you saw the huge decline. To yeah. think that we are now witnessing his all time highs at a point that you would never think it could get back to that place, that kind of, <laughs> I, I know it's one in maybe a few hundred that it happens to, but like, it just kind of does go to show that, man, like sometimes if you do have a quality player, cutting losses isn't always the only route to go. Yeah. It's just, more so than him getting back up to these highs is the fact that he was super hot, you know, April, May, June, um, into the mid of July. I think that says July 23rd um, was that sale. And it's like, <clears throat> how is that possible that July 23rd it was that low? even though he was this hot. And then, and then as we're getting closer to him, potentially breaking the AL home run record. Now people are like, Ooh, let me invest in him. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's gotta be one of the worst times to buy, I suppose. But I mean, you do you, if you love the guy, uh, 1000 mountains. And this is actually a great comment, right? At the perfect time is soda still long-term hold. His cards are dropping like a rock. Is it time to buy more? Just hold the existing cards you have. I'm sure a lot of people were asking themselves the same question with Aaron judge cards, maybe a year and a half ago, Nate. Yeah. And I mean, buying, selling, holding always depends on where you got the card. You know, if you bought a Juan Soto for a thousand dollars and the card is $500 right now, I would advise hold. If you bought a Juan Soto card for 300 bucks and it's a thousand dollars right now, are you making money? Then maybe you move it. But um, it, it's impossible. It's impossible to tell somebody when to buy, hold, or sell, considering we don't know where they got the cards at. Yeah, I I agree. With that. Although 
if there is a time to buy, if you do believe in so long term, it seems like now might be a great time. Uh, Gabriel, this is kind of funny. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but some guy in my league drafted Dak Prescott in round one. It's a $200 per team league. That is brutal. <laughs> All right, Nate, I want to go through some pretty quickly. Yeah, and then here is, I figured I'd be remiss if I didn't at least show it. I know we've talked about it to tease. Not much to say here. He dropped 70% since... Uh, just Middle. about just about all of his important cards have dropped 50 to 70 percent since the steroid bust, which is just so crazy to see. And that is a good learning lesson that it might have been Tatis now, but it could be another one of your favorite players tomorrow and even baseball, NFL, basketball, soccer, wherever it is, something could happen. It's not necessarily steroids like this. I could drop a car market like that. So always gotta just know the risks, you know. Because I mean, tons of people collected Tatis and invested in Tatis. This is not just like a rando. You know, this was one of the top five, I'd say, most bought players over the last three seasons. Yep, I agree. Uh, and then speaking of baseball, it's actually a good point for this to uh, come up here. We just posted this today um, to Instagram. It's our new uh, grading success uh, post coming out on Instagram. Kind of like this, Nate, huh? Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, so we had uh, – not us. I keep saying we had. Uh, the market saw a Julio Rodriguez uh, 2021 Bowman Inception Orange Auto at 25. Um, that is – not a rookie card technically. It's a prospect card. Uh, it came out in 2021. You know, 2022 is his first full season right now. Um, or even just first at-bats anyways happened in 2022. I'm losing my mind. I'm thinking about Wander Franco right now. Uh, but this is Orange Auto 25 hit, SGC 1010. Uh, one of these raw cost $800 back in end of July, right around the National. You can grade it for $23 through us at slabsex.com slash grading. And then one of these, the one the SGC 1010, was sold for $1,545. Uh, yesterday, one day after PSA 10 sold for 1545 So it seems like that someone has uh, very much so valued the SEC 1010 on the same level with the PSA 10. But that's a 93% increase in a very short amount of time. And you definitely can achieve that um, using our grading service with SEC uh, with the three to five day business uh, turnaround time, uh, business day turnaround time right now. So please, if you do want to get in on our next submission, it's uh, August. I have my dates all screwed up. It's September 15th is the submission group that is going out next. They have to be in our hands by September 14th. He's got to log on to slabsex.com slash grain. Fill out the form. It's extremely easy. The whole checkout process is super, super easy. And uh, we'll get those submitted for you very quickly, and they'll come back, and we'll get them shipped out to you. Speaking of mailing cards, I mailed you some cards today. Yes. I don't, I don't think a single one will probably get a 10, but I wanted them ca- uh, cased up. So, uh Bazooka Tom said, so what you're saying is the market is volatile and unpredictable and you should take all cards on a case-by-case basis and you should buy what you like. Tom, that is pretty great one common explanation right there on what we're saying. Yep. I like it. Good good thoughts, Tom. Also, speaking of Tom, I know Tom likes Star Wars Chrome Galaxy. I know Nate likes Star Wars Chrome Galaxy. Nate, I got some unreal Star Wars Chrome Galaxy cards in the mail today for our uh, slab stocks grading. I was going to send you a picture. Really? But, uh, you yeah. didn't send me a picture instantaneously? No, I, I was very, very busy today watching Chelsea lose. But uh, that is a prism and an atomic of the uh, the leap of faith from the the uh, the box cover. Ooh. Pretty sick. But there's like 20 different parallels over there. Space Windu portrait out 25, like some pretty cool stuff. Go um, find yourself a, a prism uh, of the uh, pack cover of uh, oh, Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> I like it. All right, transitioning now into the soccer discussion. So a lot to talk about. Pretty excited to do this discussion, actually, because I haven't been talking about soccer on live or even on 5 at 5s because Zach does that for us. Hey, how did um, Chelsea do today? Did they win? 
We'll talk about that in a little bit. Champions League kicked off today. Uh, the very first matches of the 2022-2023 campaign were today, two at 10, 11.30 Central Time, and then there's like four that happened at 2 p.m. Central Time. And we're going to update some of that and then some of just the market in general so far this season as the Premier League season started early August. First person we're going to talk about is Gabriel Jesus, uh, the uh, forward for Arsenal, Nate's club over there. Um, although he still doesn't watch a single match probably ever. And <laughs> this is the 2017 Topps Chrome Red PSA 10. So for $3,800 on August 27th, 2022, that's a massive sale. Given one month before that, someone bought one of them for $1,100. I can't tell wow. if it's the same exact. Uh, I was trying to see if it's the same exact certification number. Uh, I don't think it is. It's two different ones, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, it's two different ones. But either way. One sold for one thousand one hundred a month ago. Not sold for thirty eight hundred. That's a massive increase for the Arsenal forward who plays for Brazil in six matches in the Premier League. He's got three goals and three assists. But as you can see, the stats stop there. It does not say Champions League twenty twenty two twenty three because uh, Arsenal has not made the European uh, tournament for now. I think five straight years. So, uh, but I do have pretty big confidence that they'll make it for next season. So pretty soon, I'll not be able to say it anymore. And as it's going right now, we Chelsea will not be making Champions League next year, which is gonna be very sad. Uh, so Nate will be harassing Good. me for a whole year or longer. So <laughs> hopefully not longer, or hopefully not at all. Well, well, you know what? You know what's even worse than Chelsea not making the Premier League is that it's Mason Mount's fault. Your boy. It's not only Mason Mount's fault; it's basically the entire team and the coach's fault. And I'll explain that towards the end of this. But yeah, Mason Mount's been not good this year. Uh. 2018 Prism World Cup Gold New Era Marcus Rashford PSA 10 sold two nights ago through PWCC Weekly Auction for $564. That is an increase of $100 from a year ago in October 2021. Now, that's not that big of an increase. And you might be sitting here and saying, oh, man, what the heck? You know, like, given how well Marcus Rashford is playing to start this season, which he is playing very well, it should be, you know, a higher sale than that. Keep in mind, a lot of soccer cards have dropped in price since last October. Not only that, but that was only one and a half months or maybe two and a half months into the Premier League season last year. And at that point, we really didn't know how bad Man U was going to be last year. Marcus Rashford only had you know two months of performances under his belt that were probably not that great, but still not enough to drop his market a ton. And his cards dropped like a rock up through the end of last year. So I'm assuming if this card would have sold towards like the springtime, this probably would have sold for like $200 and now it's over $564. Um, he's doing extremely well. Six matches, three goals, two assists. And you look at these two players, Rashford and Jesus. They both have three goals. One is two assists. One is three assists. And Manchester United and Arsenal are both right now top five in the Premier League. Chelsea's sitting at number six right now. Both top um, five? Arsenal's like number does a, does a disservice to Arsenal, who is currently number one. Okay, yes. Arsenal's currently number one. The gap's been closed a little bit. But the point is here is that these two players playing extremely well, helping power their teams. Towards the top of the table, Chelsea, who actually somehow is sitting at number six right now, given how bad we've been. We got very lucky that we won last game. I'm like, it's that type of thing where you're like, oh, man, we're doing pretty well, even though we've been terrible. So it's like we could easily, if we start scoring some goals, we could be even better. Or it's like, well, we're even lucky to be number six. We should probably be like number 12 or 14. Um, and ex exactly what Tim Timothy said, pathetic play might as well be last. I don't know how we're not last right now. <laughs> Um, I'll talk about that later and, and break down our performances. I've watched every match except for one one. Is that F1 this past weekend? Um, 2019 Topps Museum Collection Early Holland Auto PSA 9 out 25. We were chasing this card on Sunday night. We were willing to pay around $6,000. 
Uh, that was $300 less than the previous sale on July 16th. But clearly, people are willing to pay more as it sold for $7,200 on September 4th through the weekly auction. And over the last three sales now of this card, it's increased each time. May 25th, that was $5,200. July 16th, $6,300. September 4th, $7,200. And people are definitely liking their Erling Holland cards right now for very good reason, as we'll get into those stats in a little bit here. But first off, I want to look at a card that's a little bit higher population, one that exploded exploded in the spring of 2021. So Erling Holland was on a crazy, just crazy, crazy uh, season. This PSA 10 top scrum refractor exploded because of the fact that PSA services were shut down. Aside from the extremely high dollar grading, it was like $300 a card. The pop report was so low that the card jumped up to $13,000. It's kind of hard to look at that number and look at what happened in the next you know, year and some change as it did drop all the way down to $2,000 was the lowest sale, although that was a huge steal. Um, that card sold for $2,000 between two sales that ended up for $3,500. But to look at the graph a little bit more short-term, I went to three months just because I didn't want to take it from that like all-time low point because of the steal in an auction uh, that went through Golden. But uh, $3,000 it sold for on July 16th. That is an 80% gain up until today as it's bounced all the way back up to nearly six grand. Um, and you might ask, why is this card exploding? is because he's got 10 goals in six matches on this season. That's the quickest goal scorer ever to 10 goals uh, in a season. He even has an assist. And today he started off his Champions League campaign with two goals as well. So the guy just cannot be stopped. It's crazy. So many people who might have had something bad to say about him was, one, he's not playing the World Cup this year because Norway wasn't that great in the uh, qualifiers. And he also was hurt, I think, for the last two qualifiers. So they didn't make it. So he won't be playing this November. However, other people were saying, oh, he's playing the Bundesliga, Farmers League, yada, 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 Premier League's best league in the world, show us in the Premier League, and here he is, 10 goals in six games, back on the European stage with Champions League, he's got two goals in one game again. Uh, Nate, I saw a stat today, through his first 20 Champions League matches, he has 23 goals in his career. Through mm-hmm. Ronaldo's first 20 Champions League matches, he had zero goals. <laughs> he's just 22. Yeah, just 22. If he plays another 15 years like Ronaldo, where will he be at? Uh, so I saw someone say that if he played the next decade and scored 50 goals a season or something like that, or that maybe is he would end up short if he scored 50 goals a season for the last 10 years um, through all competitions. But I have to assume that he's going to score more than 50 goals a year. I think it's going to be like more like 65 plus. He a also year. would only be 32. Exactly. And, and I was going to say he'll also end up probably playing 15 years, like you said, and he'll probably end up scoring more goals than that season. So yeah, I, He's on pace probably right now to break the record. Um, obviously, he's on a killer pace, so we'll see if it continues. But, man, his cards, for good reason, are increasing in price regardless of if he's playing the World Cup or not. And by 2026, the World Cup expands. The amount of teams, it goes from 32 or something around there to 48. Yeah, it's 32 to 48, I think. Um, so very good chance that Norway could be playing the next World Cup 2026 in America. If I would say right now, maybe not the perfect time to buy Holland cards just from the fact that, as I showed you, Massive increase in the last three months. However, if you can find a stable time to buy it, maybe around the holiday season, um, while he's not playing, you know, he didn't play in the World Cup, so you or he won't play in the World Cup, maybe right after that point. If you want to stash one for the next five to ten years, a rare one, you might as well go do it. I mean, the guy's crushing, it's insane. And then to his uh compadre here, or I would say that meaning that the two brightest young stars, Mbappe and Holland, following the footsteps of Messi and Ronaldo, he also has had a super hot start to the year. He just scored two goals. As well today in the Champions League, both unbelievable goals. Neymar, Messi, and Mbappe are playing spectacularly to start the year. Neymar had a crazy assist him. 
Nate, I really recommend or anyone watching is looking up uh, Mbappe's goal on Twitter from today's first goal. It was disgusting. Uh, and he also has seven goals in five matches in League One, though. That's, you know, the French League. It's not like the Premier League at all. At all. So Holland's numbers are much more impressive. But he did have two goals today against Juventus, which is very impressive. And the PSG team, if they can win a Champions League, uh, or either of these two sides, actually, Man City or PSG, neither have won it in their career, which is crazy to think like Aston Villa and Celtic and all these other teams have won it. But PSG and Man City have never won it as they've been buying tons of good players over the last, you know, five seasons now. Um, if they can do it, I think these two dudes, you know, will be basically hailed forever by their by their fans. No doubt about it. Any thoughts, Nate, or should I keep moving? I mean, I have a thought, but not about these cards, more specifically the Champions League and Chelsea. Okay, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Just hold, the, hold that thought then. Um, Jim Baker says, my two targets that will be top five in a few years are Vinicius Jr. and Florian Wirtz. I cannot disagree with you. Uh, Florian Wirtz is going to come back from injury, hopefully in time for the World Cup. I don't know if he will. Uh, but Vinicius Jr. obviously crushing again, um, Real Madrid player. And then uh, Timothy said, I had two Vinny Jr. cards sell immediately in Shipshawana this weekend. Uh, makes sense now. And, yep, there you go. So another player's on the move this summer, Robert Lewandowski from Bayern Munich to Barcelona. Um, was a pretty huge sign for Barcelona. You kind of look and you wonder how Barcelona managed to sign all those players while also being in extreme financial debt. It does not really make sense. There's something fishy going on there with how much they're paying their players, this and that, selling rights to their media, like 25% of it. I've never heard of any club selling different rights to some of the things that they're doing. But uh, either way, he lands on Bayern Munich, or sorry, on Barcelona. This sale right here was just a pure... Lewandowski now in Barcelona probably let's buy his card for more expensive because this thing increased 67%. But that last sale wasn't August 3rd. So that's before he started to play. But he is doing more of the same in La Liga that he did in the Bundesliga. So he's got five goals in four matches. He looks really good. Um, I watched a few Barcelona matches. He's playing very well. And uh, whatever these teams, Barcelona, PSG, Man City, all these other teams are doing to score goals, I really hope that Thomas Tuchel sits down and actually watches some of their film and says, I want to do something like they're doing, because right now Chelsea is barely scoring any goals, zero goals staying in the Champions League against a Croatian team, a Croatian club. That's not like a Croatian national team, which is actually pretty good. This is a club in Croatia that's not even a top six league. I don't even know what league they would rank it in the world. But Christian Pulisic, his 2016 uh, hollow PSA 10 has decreased, what is that, 28% in the last uh, month and a half right there. A pretty good card that's on the downfall. And then he has had zero goals, zero assists in seven matches on the season for uh, in the Premier League and the Champions League. Now, I will say he hasn't really had a fair run of starting at all. He had started one or no games. I can't remember if he started two games ago. I think he might have. But he still didn't even look that impressive when he has played um, this season at all. But neither has Mount, neither has Havertz, as I'm showing right here. Down 37% in the last month and a half for his downers base PSA 10. Uh, and he also, he actually did get a goal uh, against West Ham in the last Premier League match. He has three yellow cards in the year, no goals in today's Champions League match, uh, but one goal on seven games is not enough for him. He is not a center forward. He was playing center forward for the start of the season. So many players have been playing out of position because Tuchel's been dealing with some injuries and things that he's got to play these guys in these different masterminded out-of-position plays that is not working at all, um, and today he finally played on the wing with uh, – Obama Yang coming into the squad now from uh, Barcelona, but he looked terrible. And you sit here and you look and Mount zero goals, zero assists, although he almost had assists. And then uh, to Raheem Sterling in one of the matches, he got deflected, deflected, whatever. But zero goals, zero assists for Mount, one goal, zero assists for Havertz, zero goals, zero assists for Pulisic. Raheem Sterling's got like three goals in the year, who's our top goal scorer. 
And then basically every similar player has just looked terrible, except for Tiago Silva, who's been amazing. Um, and it's just been an absolutely terrible start to the year. Probably the worst that has happened in, since like 2015, I think, for Chelsea or 2014. And I sit here and I say, have all the players just gotten way worse in the last six months? Mount was mm-hmm. a 10 goal, 10 assist scorer in last season. Uh, and he, I will point this out. I got to point this out, Nate. I remember last year watching the beginning of the season and being like, dang, this is taking Mount a while to score a goal. He scored his first goal on October 23rd last year. It's September 6th. Mount then ended the year at like 13 goals and 11 assists. He's top five in the Premier League in goal contributions. So you sit here and you think it's just a, just a slow start for Mount. Is it a slow start for the whole team? Does every single player stink now, which I do not think is the case? Or does Thomas Tuchel just stink at his tactics and he likes to play a back three with two wing backs and then he hasn't done that for the last or for two matches ago, which was terrible. Um, either way, Nate, let me hear your thoughts. All right. So I don't have thoughts on any of that and I can't answer any of those questions. But I do have some thoughts here about uh, Champions League. Losing one nothing to a Croatian club team, uh, not not a good look. Uh, <coughs> being a terrible team in the Premier League, despite being sixth, still pretty terrible. Um, not a good look. So my question for you is, when's your next Champions League match? It's next, it's next week, Wednesday, uh, against the same Croatian side at home now. Okay. So if you... You you're gonna have some Premier League games between now and then, correct? There's one. Yeah, we we play against Bournemouth, I think, or something. Okay, so you carry that dejected feeling of losing a, a Champions League game into that game. If you lose that Premier League game, you lose a Champions League match. You know, I'm wondering if being in the Champions League might be a detractor for you guys this year because if you lose that early on, that might affect you for the entire Premier League. No doubt about it. If we if we don't make the knockout stage of the top 16, if we don't get out of our group that includes AC Milan, the Croatian side, which is Dynamo, whatever, or whoever we just played, Dynamo, Zagreb, and then the third team I can't even remember right now, um, oh, FC Porto. Yeah, I agree with you, Nate. If we don't make the knockout round, I think that we'll have a very tough rest of the season because we don't, the knockout round doesn't happen until February, even if you do make it. So, like, it's not going to be a good look. It's going to be very brutal, and I really need us to pull through and do better because, Nate, one thing I got to say is that last year, September 28th, FC Sheriff, which you've probably never heard of in your entire life. I have heard of them. Oh, okay, you have? Cause, mm-hmm. Oh, because you pulled them out of the packs because they're in Champions League last year. Probably why you've heard of them. Okay, they beat Real Madrid 2-1 in a Champions League match, and everyone, including myself, was making fun of Real Madrid. They go on to win Champions League. Um, we can turn it around. We need to fix something. Tuco's got to fix something. He's at risk of being fired. I don't know, man. It'll, we'll see what happens. But I guess, move on. <laughs> I just think it would be very funny if Arsenal doesn't make the, the Champions League and therefore they don't have the distraction win the <laughs> Premier League. You guys make the Champions League. Don't make it top four of the Premier League this year. It could it could get pretty ugly if we get eliminated from Champions League and don't turn on the Premier League season. Like we could be looking at like an eighth or ninth place finish or tenth place finish and no Champions League knockout round. It might be the relegate them. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really bad. <laughs> I can't even stress how really bad that would be. That'd be actually the worst moment of uh, any Chelsea football fan's life, probably. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Nate. Um, so I didn't really have much for football that people don't already know. So I just grabbed a couple, uh, a couple feel good cards. Cooper Cup, <laughs> obviously MVP of the Super Bowl last year also had the, uh, what most receptions, most receiving yards and most receiving touchdowns for wide receivers last year. So he had the 
wide receiver triple crown and um he was like the best receiver i've seen in a very long time and even after all that he's still at a 200 increase in the last uh month and a half on his white sparkle prism psa 10 and i looked at the sales the 975 was a buy it now one it sold before that for 1300 and this 2925 was an auction i did not look deeper into the auction to see if it was uh um she'll bid it or not but i i think that'd be a good idea but well i just wanted to bring up cooper cup because um obviously huge price increase whether it's true or not thousand plus bucks for this card is also a huge price and i like it because we always cover quarterbacks constantly and there is value plays with guys like well obviously cooper cup last year but like my the guy I'm kind of curious about Amon Ross St. Brown for the Lions, the only wide receiver there, should get a lot of um targets. If he ends up with 12, 1300 yards because he's the only one that gets thrown to, um, that could be huge value play. That, yeah. And as for the specific card, just to look a little bit more in depth into it, it's hard to say for sure. The bidder that won it has 11% bid activity. Um, with the seller versus its overall bids, which is not like crazy high given that that bidder placed a lot of bids on this one specific card, which could make up that 11%. Um, but the person that won it also placed the very first bid at $5 and then won it at the end. So if that is the case that two people just really, really want it, which is very possible, could have just been someone that was so on it when it got listed and so on it when it ended. I mean, that probably would look just like me if I bought a Stranger Things card because I probably would place the first bid and the last bid. Um, well, actually, I really don't place first bids, honestly. At most cards I would like to buy, I just place the last bid. But either way, um, it, it's hard to confirm or deny, I guess, what that what that might be. But I like what Nate said. Um, sometimes thinking outside the box can lead to better gains. And if you try to do, maybe what Jim Baker brought up, you know, Lance and Hurts aren't great, Jim says. Um, you know, a lot of people are buying Jalen Hurts and Trey Lance right now. Will both work out? They could. Will both fail? They could. But most likely situations that one works out and one doesn't, I'd say. Um, who it is, I have no idea. And that's what makes quarterbacks a gamble. Um, or you could go buy a few cheap wide receiver cards and maybe that, you know, less risk, but still a decent reward. Yeah. I mean, I, I would be targeting wide receivers that have nobody else on their team. <coughs> Just Christian so Kirk. Get, so they have to get force fed the ball. Christian yeah, Kirk. You know, take yeah. your chances with the guy that obviously they might get double teamed sometimes, you know, potato potato, but, uh, you're if you're a number one wide receiver on a team with not much else, as long as you don't get injured, you are going to get the ball. Right. I got you. And um, then go ahead. We have a, a cheaper quarterback card just to point out that you know we will cover a quarterback here for football. And it's of course Justin Herbert. And you can see going into the national, despite the fact that football was hot, um, it has still raised 85% as we're gearing up for the start of the season in the last month and a half. Um, from 850 to 1575 for his prism crack or red ice rookie PSA 10. Uh, comment from the storage room is now the time to sell T law. Trevor Lawrence pulled his blue scope optic rookie recently. I would say this if you are not in it for the long haul, probably now is the time to sell Trevor Lawrence. I mean, there's always a chance you could have a massive statistical year, but the odds of the Jaguars being good this year is probably pretty low. I'm not a football expert, so don't like take my word and just do what I said, but I'm just thinking like logically, like. These cards that are being pulled are pretty hot, as you can see, like with that National Treasure stuff. Not a bad time to capitalize on some higher prices before the season, no matter who it is. Yeah. 
basketball. All right, out of basketball, one of the nicer, young, up-and-coming uh, – up-and-coming, he's already there, I would <laughs> argue, but um, players is the Timberwolves. I know a lot of people are pumped about hopefully this year be- it becoming his team, Anthony Edwards' team, and uh, we've got the 2020 Prism Blue PSA 9 that has jumped 18% since uh, – I guess this one is August 3rd, um, but that was right around the end of the national, so still national time. And uh, <laughs> it has jumped 18% for a guy that a lot of people, um, including myself, excited to hopefully see him take the reins this year. Angelo says, thanks for input. I mainly follow basketball slash hockey. Might as well, since I don't follow too closely. Well, I appreciate you coming to the show. And uh, also, I did mean to get some hockey stuff in there. I did not get to get in before the show. But uh, we'll definitely be covering hockey in the near future on 5 at 5 and in some Slab Stacks Lives. Uh, and then basketball is right now, as you can see. Yeah. And then only only a couple, basketball, a couple of football tonight. Uh, so Utah obviously traded Donovan Mitchell to Cleveland for Laurie Markkinen, who I'm hoping the Jazz do not decide that because he's tall, they will put him at center. Just put him back at small forward or put him at power forward. I don't care. Leave that center spot open for Adoka Azubuki and call it a day. Um, Ochai Abaji, because Cleveland decided that they can they just can't have Kansas Jayhawks on their team. Trade Andrew Wiggins before he plays for him. Trade Ochai before he plays for them. But Ochai and Adoka uh, together again, so that's cool. And Colin Sexton, who also signed a four-year um, extension before the trade. Three unprotected first-round picks and two pick swaps. Yo, did Woj spell his name Ochair? He did. <laughs> Brutal. Bad luck. Yeah. Um, but isn't it crazy how they got? They ended up walking away with six. Six future first-round picks, four pick swaps, or was it seven future first-round picks and a couple pick swaps? Dude, they got they got four or five first rounds to the Wolves for sure. It's well, more than can, three. You can only get so many. Okay, um, well, they for sure got four. It's more than three, I think. Okay, so they got seven first-round picks, at least a couple of pick swaps, and Ochai, who was just a first-round pick this last year, um, plus all of the uh, Malik Beasley-type guys they got from uh the timberwolves like that's pretty impressive for a couple of guys that a reportedly hated each other and b we're not getting the job done in utah definitely and you can see here um just your run of the mill prism red white and blue bgs 95 shockingly uh has jumped up 50 percent in the last month and a half from 100 bucks to 150 Looks like some people are excited about other Cavs with him and uh, Mobley and Garland. I mean, honestly, pretty nice top three right there, especially in the young category. It'll be interesting to see what they can do in the in the uh, East. You forgot about Jared Allen. Put some respect well, on Jared Allen's name. I love I love me some Jared Allen. If I was just saying from this aspect of three players, but no, Jared Allen and Evan Mobley is Dude. a sick is a sick combination. Yeah, Jared Allen was one of the best centers in basketball before getting injured last year. And I have to ask why did the Nets trade him? Man, it's so dumb. That's I don't know why you trade Jared Allen, but it is. I, I do really like what the Cavs are doing. I like that they are going for it because most teams yeah. would just be like, "Oh, we're going to stand pat, grow from within, and you know, and see what we can do." And they're like, "Now we're going to get the star we can, even though he's not signed to a long term extension." Um, I do like that. It is a risk on both sides if he doesn't sign a long term extension you're really hoping for internal growth to make sure that those late firsts from years and years and years in the future aren't low picks for the jazz. 
And on the Jazz side, the uh, Cavaliers are so young that if they do re-sign Donovan Mitchell long-term, by the time those first-round picks are paid out in like 2027, 2028, whatever year it is, there's still going to be late picks because their Cavaliers players are so young and so good that they should be good for a very long time. Definitely. I like what they did too going for it. I was talking to some of my friends, but I'm like, you know, you see too many teams that just kind of like don't do anything ever. And when you're the Cavs, you kind of, you kind of got to, you know, see if you can break through and they are, which mm-hmm. is nice to see. Honest some Formula One action. So I did just get back from the Netherlands late last night. It was an amazing trip. Got to do things I never thought I'd be able to do in my life. Um, meet some drivers, rip some packs with Carlos Sainz's cousin, some people at the event, do some giveaways at the event. It's just a crazy, awesome time. I can't really put into words. But what I can put into uh, a viewable thing is a video that is going to be coming out um, very soon. I would say by the end of this week, we hope it's posted by Friday at the latest, maybe uh, Thursday at the earliest, but probably by Friday. Um, and it's got some, you know, sights and sounds of the entire trip. It's, it was a great time with my dad. Um, and my mom tagged along too, but just just to go and see the city in Amsterdam. I uh, couldn't come to the event as there's only two tickets. But uh, it was a crazy, crazy time. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit about the market right now and what I saw at the race itself from a team perspective. Um, clearly, at the start of the year, Ferrari was doing very well. They won two of the first three races. Um, I don't know why people continue to make these uh, – what it was it? I can't remember what they did a segment at ESPN. It's like overreaction, you know. That's what I'm trying to think. Like overreacting to like the fact that Ferrari is going to win, Charles Leclerc is going to win the World Driver Championship after three races, and Max DNFs twice. It's like, dude, just chill, you know. Like, just wait for the full season. It's 23 races. We'll see what happens. Lo and behold, you know, now we're through race uh, 14, no, 15, I think, and uh, Max has got 10 wins. The record for a season is 13. He needs Ooh. to win four more races to break the record for Michael Schumacher and uh, Sebastian Vettel, and I think he's probably going to do so. And um, Red Bull is with very the help great. with the help of uh, Sonoda. Yeah, <laughs> <Alpha> Tori. <laughs> um, we're not going to get into the conspiracy theories in this episode, but I gotta say, Mercedes is so close to being fully back, and they probably are going to contend with Red Bull, uh, you know, toe to toe all next year. I'm super excited for that. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, I think, was on pace to win that race until some things happened, like Nate said. Um, and I, it was very enjoyable to watch a race that was close and had multiple teams in contention. Ferrari is bottling everything. They've done re- very poorly through the rest of the season. Uh, but Leclerc is a great guy. Signed a card for, for me, which then I gave away to people and whatnot. And it, he's just it was so nice in the very few amount of seconds I had to talk to him, which was probably like you know 10 or less. Um, but just like the way he came off to me and was very awesome. Um, but I want to point out here, these are the six uh, highest trending $200 plus cards in car ladder. So this does not encapsulate the entire Formula One market right now, as there are, you know, some different world wheels cards that aren't in there. But just from like the portrait perspective, uh, Max has the top two at 70% and 44%. These are all in the last month, by the way. So Max cards trending high for very obvious reasons. He's going to win his second uh, World Drivers Championship back to back years. Red Bull is going to win their first construct- Constructors Championship in the last nine years, I think it is. Um, and then uh, George Russell comes in number three there for Refractor PSA 9. He's doing very well this season. He's placed top five in every race this year, um, but one of them he DNF'd in. So he didn't finish that race because in the very first uh, start of the race, him and uh, Guan Yu Joe got in a little tangle. Uh, some say caused by Pierre Gasly, but I don't think so. Um, and then uh, Lewis Hamilton cards are then the next three highest trending cards because they've really turned their season around. Honestly, last week, 
um, in Spa in Belgium. It's, they're pretty disappointing, and Lewis pretty much said, like, hey, this season's kind of done for us. Even from a competitive standpoint, we're going to turn to 2023. But last week they came out in the Netherlands or this, you know, a few days ago, and they really showed some good stuff. So people are very excited about Mercedes right now. Um, check this out. The guy on TV who announces and says Charles Leclerc is definitely wrong um, because Charles Leclerc himself calls himself that. And I don't know why this guy doesn't listen to how other people say it. Because also, the, even the uh, in-person PA announcers at the track say Charles Leclerc. And is I he guess English? The announcer? Yeah. Yes, he is English. I'm <laughs> guessing that's why. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. That's not even how Charles himself says his name. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, his 2020 tops Chrome purple off 399 PSA eight has really, really tanked hard this year. And I want to show, um, what I brought up earlier as the team goes, really the drivers go too because there's only two drivers on a team. Okay. Baseball is comprised of, you know, nine players fitting in a lineup. They all have their own individual at bats. Um, Ferrari has done really poorly. I would argue that Leclerc's only made like two mistakes this entire season on his own. The rest have been Ferrari strategical mistakes and pit stop mistakes and so many other different things. And his cars have just absolutely tanked because people are spending so much money because Ferrari to start the year built a really good car and didn't have many issues. And then very soon after that, they started to have issues. So it's just like kind of an interesting way to look at this because this is not like baseball where your player still is putting up really great performances. Leclerc himself might be putting up great performances in an aspect like he was 002 seconds off of Verstappen for pole position this past weekend, which means that in one qualifying lap, they basically mirror themselves is 1.6 meters. That's basically the height of or shorter than Nate. Oh no, a little bit taller than Nate. I meant, sorry, shorter than me, a little bit taller than Nate. Um, what? Wait, am I catching strays over here? I make a joke about you. Oh, just no. What I should have said is that is Nate's height. It's 5.25 feet. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It is shorter than Nate. Um, but uh, the point is, is that, you You're know, he, he's still doing super well. The team has been pretty ridiculous. Um, and Timothy Kahn says, and when the clerk doesn't make rare mistakes, he's beyond elite. That's totally true. I mean, he's at the top of the game, uh, but Ferrari has just been so, so terrible. So if you are buying Formula One cards, be very sensitive to the fact that if a team extremely underperforms um, where they were previous years or what they've shown at a certain point, it can really hurt their markets fast. Also, um, displayed by Alvatore with Pierre Gasly. His non, I would say that like a lot of his cards obviously this year have not done well at all, given that Alvatore's car is so far worse than last year. He's placed in sixth and seventh most of last year, especially in qualifying. And this year, it's a struggle for him to get into the top 10 as a team. Although he will be switching, fingers crossed, to Alpine, who's very good midfield car. So I'm very excited about that for next year. Um, but I just really want to point out the fact that how different different sports are investing and, and what can actually hurt their prices um, not necessarily the individual himself. Leclerc's still amazing, but the team is, is not great right now. And uh, also, Zanvert is such a beautiful area. It's amazing, dude. It's like on the beach, in the sand dunes, the track. It's awesome. It's such a nice track. It is 5.57. You can see it right there. Today, 6.10, there is a soccer break on whatnot. Nate, right after this stream, is going to go on to whatnot and rip some 2018 Donner's Blasters. Uh, Tom, I'm going to have to kick you out. Actually, I might ban you for life from our YouTube stream, just so you know. Uh, but Nate's ripping some 2018 blasters from soccer, which are loaded, huge rookie yeah, class. Last time we opened one of these, we hit a Vinny Jr. Optic Green Velocity. So, And then, uh, yeah, wait. No, or, no, 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 no. Donner's Green Press Proof. 
Still very nice. Still very still nice. Still very nice. Very quite different in price, but still very nice. <laughs> and then uh, also potentially Stadium Club Tops Chrome Box, which I think is a great product. I love that product. And then uh, tomorrow, I don't have the boxes in hand yet. They should actually be upstairs maybe right now, but we have Liverpool and PSG boxes in stock. Tops just released those. You can hit huge autos, you know, maybe an Mbappe auto if we're super lucky or fortunate enough. Hey, um, Tom, you can have mine for a thousand bucks. I'll even autograph it. Just don't tell Aaron. Look at Nate taking a company ass and trying to sell it. Um, that's funny though. And, uh, other than that, Nate's stream is happening in the next 10 minutes. So hop on over to the whatnot app link is in the description of this video. If you do not have access to uh, the app yet, you can just download it, get a free $10 in credit. And then I also just want to say, um, just overall thoughts right now, Nate on the market, any last takes? Um, I mean, honestly, it feels pretty good to me. Baseball's been, uh, you know, obviously the, the, Stuff like this is struggling because the team is struggling and yeah. non-numbered stuff is struggling because non-numbered stuff is struggling. But um, there's a lot of positives in the market that I've been seeing. So I'm uh, I'm fairly confident moving forward. Yeah, and uh, I agree. I mean, honestly, I think a lot of people knew, you know, at the National, um, a lot of people were saving their money for the National. And then also, you know, think about June and July. How many people are busy doing different things? People are moving like Nate. Yeah, that makes for very busy times for people. People are going on vacations, doing different things with their family, whatever it might be. Um, busy times, less time buying cards online. Prices go down, you know. But when you go to a show and you see so many people buying and so many people excited about cards, that's what makes you really excited about it. And it's true. You know, not every single sale shows up on card ladder, shows up in the sales history because there are a lot of transactions that happen at card shows and aren't ever logged online. So uh, definitely pay attention to shows happening in your area. I'd recommend getting out to one if you can. And overall, I think that the market is in a good spot uh, for sure. And we'll see how it goes over the next three months to four months the rest of the year when people are probably watching more sports, basketball, football coming back, baseball playoffs, Formula One season, you know, coming to the close, soccer season, and full swing World Cup on the way. There's a lot to be excited about. That's my point. Perfect. And hockey season starts too in October. Everyone, thank you so much for coming to today's stream. Nate, have you got to House of Dragons all or will you soon? I have watched the first three episodes and... I'm hoping it picks up a little bit of steam here. Uh-oh. Uh oh, because the first three have been just a little bit. It it it's compressed. It's they've got to move quick, but it's also been kind of boring. So I don't know. We'll see. Nate's hoping for better things to come. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you all in the next live stream Sunday, nine forty-five p.m. Eastern time on the PWCC Flip Quest episodes. See you guys. <laughs>